Fo fo fo, Fairy Fistmas. I'm Fanta Claus here to wish you a fruity holiday season on the Fantac Cast. Fantast Cast. The only podcast that pairs Fanta Flaws with Fanta Soda with podcasting. That's right. It's time to uh, enjoy the beverage invented by Nazis. That's right, folks. Fanta was invented by Nazi Germany because they couldn't get access to Coke during World War II, I think, or something. I can't remember. And, uh, yeah, Nazis love. It's like, you know how, hey, Kevin, what's up? You know how, um, how Dr. Pepper 10 was just for men? Yes, I remember well, Fanta's, that. Fanta's just for Nazis. <laughs> okay, okay. And pretty soon, that might be a pretty uh, popular and serviceable ad campaign. <laughs> Fanta, it's just it for Twitter. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah? What'd you just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear Grok AI is um, starting to promote Fanta these days. Have you seen... Um, ugh, I hate talking about this. And yet, um, have you seen uh, people getting like the Nazis getting mad about uh, Grok that it's like, oh, trans women are, are women and stuff. And they're like, what the fuck? You know? No, I haven't. Is it, oh, is it yeah. too woke for them? Yeah, it is. I mean, um, you know, because you get access to Grok AI, the Twitter AI, um, by paying money. I don't think it's just like a free to use thing. So, of course, the only people who can afford it, well, that's not how you put that. The only people who have paid for it are Nazis. And so they're fucking around with uh with it and they're being like, you know, what's up? And of course, they're just training it on whatever data, like a bunch of data. And so, I guess, you know, the overwhelming majority is just the general consensus opinions <laughs> that most of us, you know, abide by. And so it's making them furious, which is pretty funny. You're like shelling out for, you know, a Nazi AI. And then they're like, this Nazi AI is too woke, you know? Uh, I mean, it is hard to control AI at the best of times. So I could kind of see how that would happen. Yeah, for sure. I wonder how much of it they're going, because like a big thing with open AI is they just kind of do essentially hot fixes where I think how it works is it's like it's about to generate some response and then it goes through some flowchart that's like, wait, don't do that. Use this uh, mostly pre-written response instead or something, you know, and then it says like, you know, whatever. So I wonder like how many like Nazi hotfixes they're going to have to add to like make it uh, sufficiently. There's got to be a word for not woke, like slep, sufficiently slep sufficiently sufficiently jesus christ you're right kevin it's going to be a bad show i think we should lean into the bad show angle this is the bad show episode what do you think about that i i okay is it this is gonna be the worst episode we've ever had no 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 it's just it's it's all about bad the bad show that's that's what it's about you ever watch any bad shows i mean I'm, i'm sure i have yeah Oh, you like, are you looking for like just a specific kind of thing, or like 
I mean, yeah, like I want to yeah. what's a what's a show that's bad, and then man, that show is bad, etc. You know, what about? I don't. I, I hate I hate poking it at something that's just you know. I don't know. There there were so many. Oh, let's see. What's the last bad show that I've watched? What about Beep Beastmaster? You ever watch Beastmaster? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. I never watched it, but that seems to me like a classic bad show. I wonder if we had Abed on what he would say about Beastmaster. Gotta believe he'd like it, right? He, I, I'm positive. In fact, yeah. I'm gonna text him right now and just ask. Him, yes, Beastmaster. Yeah. Okay. And uh, also the chat, the chat. If you know any bad shows, uh, maybe magically we'll hear you using the power of friendship. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, so, you know, whatever. Bad show. What would be a bad thing? Like, what if we, um, you have crisp AI, so this wouldn't work. But what if we just made a lot of like crazy noises, just like really loud, intense noises? You know, that would make for a bad show. That, that um, would probably make for a pretty bad show. I, I've, I've got to give it. Okay. So chat says, yeah, Beastmaster was terrible. There we go. Um, they're posting Care Bear memes now because you mentioned friendship. Uh, two and a half Care Bears is a bad show. One. What about the Gummy Bears? I I never watched those shows, but I I don't know. Yeah, two and two and a half men. Interesting show, you know, because by all accounts, it's one of the most successful shows, you know. But it is bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. I knew people that would watch it and they would genuinely laugh. And what I would hear in my ears is dialogue that sounded like it was written to be like a bad show that someone on a sitcom was watching, if that makes sense, you know? Okay, yeah, I get that. But, you know, whatever. I don't know. You know what I like to watch is Saturday Night Live. I like to, I don't know. Nothing I like watching more on Saturday Night than Saturday Night Live. That's what I do with my Saturday night. You know, it's a primo spot. It's an important time. It's very rare. It's your weekend, you know. Got to just turn so, on Saturday Night Live. Go ahead. Okay, like, like what cast members were were big at like at your peak SNL era? Like what, who who was big when you watched it and thought this was the best it's ever been? Well, you know, I'm a terrible liar or a good liar. So, <laughs> I never really watched Saturday Night Live ever. Um Really? You know what the worst part about that is? I didn't know when it was on. <laughs> okay. I, like I, I really is it on? A, like I don't know. Is it on at different times for like what? What time was it on in your time zone? Ten thirty here, but I think it was eleven thirty for you guys. Yeah, I was always that was my guess. Is that it was like eleven, eleven thirty? I, I would have actually said eleven. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, and that's what I know now. Like in the past, I wouldn't have been able to tell you, and you and also. I didn't know what channel it was on. So people would always be talking about SNL in school. And I'd be like, I don't know where to fucking watch this show. I don't know what channel it's on. I don't. And I never asked. I don't know why I never asked. That doesn't seem. I probably could have asked like my parents or my brothers or something. Not that they watched it. Also, we didn't have all the channels uh, for a good chunk of my life. We uh, had like, I guess it's called basic cable. I think there's some amount of channels you get around here or there used to be without having to pay any money. So I think we had that. It was basically like 
the first 20 channels, like one through 20 or something like that, which is not a lot of those didn't even have anything. I don't think, but so I didn't, everyone was talking about SNL and I was like, I don't know what anyone's talking about. And it caused resentment. So, um, but the one thing we did is that we had some DVDs that were like the, I don't know what the DVDs, it's like the best of with a person. And I think we had some best of Chris Farley and some best of Will Ferrell. Um, and we kept them in our car because at some point my parents got a van that had a DVD player, a uh, fold down DVD player. And so we would only watch it in the fucking van. Uh, but those were good. You know, I liked those, but, you know, they're curated collections. Um, so, of course, that's going to be, you know, the good stuff. But I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you who any of the cast in those ones were, you know. So I just like I'm, so I'm, you've enjoyed watching the best ofs, but that never brought to you like this feeling of like, hey, maybe I should just check the show out then if I like this. I mean, enjoy is I guess a strong word. I feel like they were they were fine, like it was good. Like I don't know. When I think of watching comedy, I watched a lot of Comedy Central and whose line is it anyway? Because at some point we got the you know again whatever the basic cable or whatever, so we didn't get Comedy Central anymore. So like one of the only, and we didn't get like any of the cartoon shows or anything, but we got ABC Family, and whose live uh, whose line would always show up on ABC Family. So I watched a lot of that. But um, what channel was fucking SNL on, Kevin? NBC. NBC. So we probably would have got that for for our or whatever our channels that we did get. I want to say that was like four or seven uh, back then. Oh, yes. Yes, it's a bad show. And I'm not saying SNL is a bad show, by the way. I just, uh, I do think the idea of like, I don't know, Saturday, Friday and Saturday night feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to go and do stuff. And so the idea of like, I don't know, being like, okay, yes, Saturday night, time to watch snl <laughs> it was kind of weird to me i don't know uh but yeah whatever well like for me uh, in high school though you know we got three channels and that was it mm-hmm. you know because we live in the middle of nowhere so yeah you know you were either watching like nightline i think was on abc um cbs always had some terrible movie on or it was saturday night live you know so that would be kind of the thing like everybody my age like when i was in high school would watch on saturdays then monday we'd all come in and talk about hey did you watch this because that was literally like you were home you had nothing to do on saturday night so this was this was it for anybody you know that wanted something to do so i think that's why it was more of a you know especially for people who live in the middle of nothing like me kind of more of a cultural thing yeah maybe what i'm so this is so embarrassing it almost makes me worry I'm going to have a stroke, but I had a brain fart. What did you watch? <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Okay. No, no, that was a joke. Or it wasn't a joke. It was a clever lie. Uh, I thought you said Saturday Night Live, which no, maybe Saturday. you did. We'll have to go yeah, no. back. But I listened to Conan O'Brien's podcast, and a lot of times he would say Saturday Night Live. And <laughs> um, one time someone called him on it, and he was like, yeah, that's what we would say, Saturday Night Live. And he would have people that were on Saturday Night Live on his podcast to talk to them. And a couple of them did kind of say Saturday Night Live, but most of them said Saturday Night Live, which is interesting. Um, but if you think about it, 
it's kind of awkward to have it be like Saturday night, you know. It's not Saturday night. It's it's not Saturday. It's Saturday night, you know. So it kind of does make sense if you think about it. It's a lot of awkward syllables altogether. So yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, I'll own. Yeah, I meant to say that. I'm sure. Saturday night does have like a better flow to it. I think it would be weird to like call the show Saturday Night Live, you know. But I do think that sounds kind of cool, you know. It's like the night of Saturn. Ugh. All right, let's stop. Let's just end the show right now. Oh, we still got uh, 55 minutes left. No, I know. Maybe we could play. You got to get those. Um, what are they called? The color test bars, you know? When, yeah. Uh, the standby bars. We mm-hmm. just got to get that. That would actually be a good bit if, like, we say end the show and then you hit that and then it's just like beep for a while, you know, and then we come back. That could be a good bit. Oh man. Ugh. Whatever. Kevin cursed the show, everybody. Uh before the show started, Kevin said the show's gonna have a weird energy, and I was like, I don't know. I think it's gonna have a very normal energy. So uh he was right, of course. But maybe because he's sabotaging it, I don't know. Um one thing I realized is that I haven't been fucking checking my podcast notes, and I haven't been taking podcast notes either. So, you know, that's one of the reasons the show's so bad. Um, what's this saying? Okay, so we had we had Schraub on for the Halloween episode, right? And because we had Schraub on, I don't think I told all the stories that I wanted to tell, but um, which is fine. It was a great great episode because you know it wasn't just me being a piece of shit. But um, so a weird thing happened. On that day, I was going to get a costume, and so I got the Sherlock Holmes hat and pipe uh, because we were supposed to all get costumes, and in fact, only I got a costume, and in fact, I only got a hat. It wasn't really a costume. <laughs> but um, so I there's this um, mall kind of by my house, and the mall has like a Nordstrom, and I think it has a Nordstrom at least. I don't know. And it has, uh, it's kind of like a dying mall, basically. And so in one of the dying places that used to be a bed, bath, and beyond, it got overtaken by a spirit Halloween. And so that's where I was going to, uh, to uh, get the costume. And so I parked in the parking structure. I went in through the Nordstrom or whatever the fuck it was. Maybe it was a Macy's. I don't know. And... Um, And so I'm coming down the escalator and I see someone. I see someone I know and that I did not want to be seen by, um, which is a bad position to be in when you're on an escalator because you're kind (laughs) of, you're kind of stuck. Uh, this person was, um, I should have told this story differently anyway, but, uh, this person was, uh, maybe 15 feet generously from the uh the the output of the the landing per se the landing of the escalator and um and so i was like i don't know what to fucking do so i kind of i was wearing a mask because i always wear a mask when i do anything uh you know covid mask not like <laughs> 
<laughs> a scream mask or something, a ghost face mask. Um, but I think that was good. That was in my favor. But I was wearing, you know, the red thing that I've worn basically since high school, which I've known this person since high school. And my hair's the same and beard's the same. And my glasses are pretty close, you know. Um, so I was like, Jesus Christ. So I kind of just turn away from them and, uh, you know, try not to look or whatever and just kind of get immediately to cover as fast as I could essentially. And then I make like this wide arc around, um, to try and, you know, get somewhere way out of their line of sight because where they are in the landing of the, the escalator is like, you know, there's, it's the intersection of, the 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 horizontal and the vertical kind of walkways through the entire store and that's where the exits are situated so like you know if i'm not ducking through uh like uh clothes stands or whatever you know i'm just like caught in the crossfire of uh this person's eyes and uh so yeah and the other thing is one of the first things i clocked is she was like talking to uh oh they they was talking to um their friends um who i didn't see but they must have been around they weren't within like immediate viewing distance but they must have probably been within 30 40 feet and um they was directing uh various activities like like kind of laying out a plan so to speak and so knowing this person, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to see any of this person's friends that they might be with or family or whatever. And um, I eventually get out of there and I go to the Spirit Halloween, pretty shell-shocked. And um, then when I leave, I like take like a big circuitous path, not through the, the Nordstrom or whatever it was, um, which is way it took way longer to get <laughs> to get to my car, but I eventually got out of there. And that's the story I would have told on the Halloween episode if we weren't engaged in such uh, strong discourse with Rob Schraub, our good friend. Our good friend, Rob Schraub. Isn't he such a good friend of ours, Kevin? You would know. You went to his house. <laughs> I did go to his house, yes. You know, I didn't um, go to his house that time. <laughs> I'm sure you could have come. Yeah, yeah. No, I could have. You're right. I definitely could have come. Interesting. No. Um, but so, apropos of nothing, I've told the story before about how I don't talk to my brother because he married this girl I like uh, or liked. I don't like her anymore. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine. I'm still pissed, but I don't like her anymore. Um, that was the person I saw. <laughs> and it was possible that she was with my brother and i was like i don't want to fucking i i did i don't and i don't talk to my brother and so i was like i do not want to be seen uh this is this is not good i like <laughs> my immediate thought was like i bet i could run back up the escalator <laughs> But I was like, that's going to be the most eye-catching thing anyone could possibly do in this circumstance, you know? Um, so, yeah. It ended up working out as far as I can tell in that I didn't have to talk to anybody. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, that's that story. And that was bad. 
perfect for such a bad show. Uh, but uh, we must have talked about safety squints. Um, what else? Man, I got to delete some of these. I, I kind of I talk about stuff and I kind of keep them in my notes for a while. I have Street Fighter Six in my notes, which is a game I played like right when it came out. Street Fighter Six is pretty great, but I haven't played it in a long time. I have perfume in my notes because uh, one time I talked about perfume. Uh, AI lawyer, do you remember? The lawyer that used AI, he cited like a case that the AI made up and he got like, I'm pretty sure it got disbarred. Do you remember that? I think so. Yeah. I think that was the end of his career. Yeah. That's was my note. That's what I took a note on. And that happened again. Actually, that happened pretty recently. Another lawyer um, got caught in court uh, using AI uh, fake precedent. I don't know that he got fired um, yet, but yeah. This just says circumcision tweets. What the fuck could that be referring to? <laughs> what do you think about circumcision, Kevin? Well, oh, I remember because you learned how. Wait, no, no, that was oh, that was the vasectomy about, tweets. Yeah, yeah, the vasectomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, no, doesn't <laughs> the same way. Yeah, no. Um, Boy, I don't, I don't know. That would be what, what that would I, be rough if someone ripped off your foreskin. <laughs> scalpel circumcision. yeah uh, i that has to have been sort of along the lines of what you were talking about i don't know yeah what do you think about circumcision huh i don't know i i kind of feel like we shouldn't be doing it you know it's kind of like a cosmetic procedure that we're doing to people who can't consent to it yeah so. i hear you I, I, I think circumcision is still probably fine, but I get it. I don't have like a solid argument for it. I guess actually, no, the best argument I'll make is that that's probably the best time to do it, practically speaking. I mean, that doesn't measure into consent, obviously. Like the best time consensually to do it is when they agree to it themselves. But if you if you imagine a person who would opt for a circumcision it's way better to do it as like a, a, a blob baby than it is to like do it at any other point in your life. Um, but yeah, no, but that's, that's not getting into the moral argument or anything. Um, this says internet addiction. We had, we had a you song on, we got to get you song back. We had you song on recently. And, um, one of the things we were going to talk about is internet addiction, but we never got around to it. Um, cause we were just having such a good time. And uh, oh man, here's here's actually a timely note. Um, so here's a TikTok trend that's happening. Man, we should get Gasnod to come up with like a TikTok theme song. You know, that could be good. But uh, something that TikTok people are saying now is um, asking if people are acoustic, which is you know, like uh, what do you call it? A malapropism of autistic. So how it usually goes is someone is using the filter. There's a lot of these game filters on Twitter where you're just playing a game and there's people playing this game filter that's called like uh, hot lava or something. And it's a cat and you've got to tap the screen really fast to make the cat um, run away from the lava as the lava is rising. And it's pretty hard. And uh, 
a lot of people have been making posts about that filter and they they put they do the posts and they say you're actually moving the lava because a good thing a big thing that people do on TikTok is just lie they just make shit up because that gets engagement because then people go like that's not true or people get engagement by saying that is true here's an example did we talk about this who did i talk about this to the six volt battery I think this came who was oh. this I mean, this was a long time ago, but we talked about how the, the TikTok really kind of encouraged this perverse incentive of like, it doesn't have to be true. It just has to be outrageous. Yeah, I was talking to someone because it's like they do these fake life hacks. Like uh, the most recent example I saw is like they took a small jelly bean and let's just say put it in salt water. I don't know. They put it in something or they did something to it and then they put it in the freezer and then time cut. And then they pull it out of the freezer and it's a giant jelly uh gummy bear because you can buy a giant gummy bear um they make those and sell those and so they're saying if you put the gummy bear in salt water or whatever the fuck, it'll become a giant gummy bear and so someone will post a video and then someone will stitch that video which is when you kind of retweet a video and add your own video onto it essentially and so they'll they'll do a, a, a stitch of that video going like what where the video will play and then they'll go hmm and stroke their chin they're always stroking their chin in these kinds of videos and then they get a, vi- a gummy bear put it in salt water put it in the freezer and then open it up and then they also have a giant gummy bear as if to say i tried this and it's true and then someone else will stitch that and go hmm and then they'll get a fucking gummy bear put it in salt water and turn it into a giant gummy bear too and then like maybe four or five iterations in someone will be like what's up guys we've been seeing this video on the internet so we're gonna see if this actually works and then they'll do it and it won't work because it's obviously fake and they'll they'll go myth busted or whatever the fuck and so that's like five separate people like trading making videos getting engagement off of one person's fake life hack anyway so back to the hot lava um, they'll say th- what they'll do is they'll post you actually move the hot lava as if to say tapping the screen doesn't move the cat. It actually moves the lava, which if you go to test it is not true because if you don't touch the screen, the lava rises and that wouldn't be the case if, uh, you know, if you move the lava by tapping it. And so someone will post this and they'll say tapping it actually moves the lava. And then you'll see like seven comments that all say, are you acoustic? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's happening on TikTok. All right. Hit the gas knot theme. Thanks, gas knot, for the theme. And uh, if you want to hear the theme, you can subscribe to That Happens Premium, where we have all the hottest sound bits. Um, Okay, Kevin, I know that you don't like to talk but it's time for kevin to talk because i have to switch my computer to uh plug-in power otherwise uh my computer will turn off okay all right so uh we've lost spencer okay so uh we mentioned this in the last episode we're uploading video episodes of that happens to spotify now so if you are watching on spotify or listening on spotify if you just open up the spotify app you can be watching me and spencer right now too Oh, I think Spencer's come back now. Um, That's right. So, yeah. So, yeah, check us out on on the Spotify app. Just load up That Happens um, the same way you listen to any podcast on there, but just open the app up and you can be looking at me right this second saying this. 
Isn't that exciting, and, Spencer? Yeah, and now you could be looking at me right this second. But that's right. The hope for the uh, Spotify video episodes is another, uh, uh, what do you call it, marginal? Marginal income stream that can be added via ads on the video. So, for example, or not for example. So, if we do that, we'll have to figure out where to insert the video uh, ads. Uh, so, for example, you could insert an ad right here. We're going to take a quick break. And we're back. So, that you could have just seen a video ad, hypothetically, or not, you know, or we'll stop doing the video episodes on Spotify because it'll turn out to be uh, not youth worth it. But hey, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. It's all very interesting. <laughs> For us more than you guys, but yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I think Spotify, if they start hosting our video episodes, that can be a pretty reliable um, place to find them. That's not very much hassle. You know, you don't have to go to thathappenspod.com to find them. And, uh, you know, people don't like navigating to websites anymore. Have you, have you noticed this? I have. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad that like everyone's all moved to sort of these centralized hubs that didn't used to have to be there, but I get it. It's easier if everything's the same, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just as bad of like, Oh God, I have to sign up for one more website. Forget this. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. So I, I get it. I just kind of wish that people would be more open to it. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. Those are basically my thoughts exactly. And I also don't really navigate to websites so much anymore. And I'm like, man, I should do that. Like, it sucks. But, you know, that's life, I guess. Oh. And they're calling this? You're going to say this is a bad show? Come on. Now nah, the energy is weird. Uh, let's keep going through my notes. This just says shit with Satan. Um. This says 23andMe data. Oh, 23andMe got hacked and a bunch of data got uh, stolen or some shit. I wonder if they're going to do that. I like when I heard about that, I was like, I wonder if like a bunch of Nazis are going to use it to target like people of specific, <laughs> you know, heritages or whatever. Um, this isn't even a podcast note. This note says grand grounded anime animated sitcom about a discord chat. I guess it doesn't have to be animated, but I had the idea for a TV show. That's like, it's like a discord chat TV show. I don't think this is necessarily a great idea, but the idea is it's like a discord chat and you'd mostly be seeing it on the, the person who's like logging on to discord. So you'd see them like talking on the voice chat or something. And maybe sometimes you'd see like what they're actually doing if they're like playing a video game or watching something. But most of the time you'd be on the actual essentially like the camera that we're looking into. Um, and it would be like that. But then you'd also follow the people into their lives a little bit or, you know, like I think discord chats are probably younger people. So like maybe like a parent comes in and then, you know, you follow them out of the room to have like some sort of family interaction or something. I don't know. It just seemed like an interesting premise because you could have a lot of like scattered characters that don't really have a lot of uh, shared circumstances other than they all kind of log into the discord chat. But so you could, it could be kind of like uh, a little bit of a, um, what do you call it? Whatever. Um, what do you call it when it's like a, not a mini series, but like a bunch of short, a bunch of short stories. There's like a word for that. Who cares, man? So I've been, I've been, I've been kind of pissed about television. Um, 
because I ostensibly want to work in television, but I just started being like, man, I'm not like, I'm not like going hard enough. I got to be like trying a lot harder, spending a lot more time writing a lot more, getting a lot more notes, just, just doing a lot more. Um, and the reason is because a show just came out on Netflix called Carol and the end of the world, which you got to check out. Please check out Carol and the end of the world. It's by my friend, Dan Guterman. He wrote on community. He wrote on, um, Rick and Morty. He used to write for the onion. Um, and he's a genius and he is, uh, I don't know. He's like me in that he's kind of antisocial and neurotic a little bit. So I feel like a strong kinship with him on that basis, you know? Um, and, the show Carol in the end of the world is, I think, I think Carol, the main character is like a really good representation of him. If that makes sense, which I think is like a really vulnerable and to that. And as a result, like daring kind of thing to do to kind of like say, Hey, this character is me. I know I'm not, you know, Joel McHale, you know, but this is who the show's going to follow and the show is going to be about how being this person is not easy you know it's hard to be like that in a world of people who aren't like that and often don't like people like that you know and so it's about this uh woman carol uh in in a, in a world where a new planet i think it's called kepler 7 is like going to crash into the earth and it's going to end all civilization. So as a result, it's the apocalypse. Well, it's not like post-apocalyptic per se, but everyone's kind of like, you know, trying to embrace the end time and live in the moment and all this stuff. And she doesn't really want that. Like she doesn't want to let loose. She's not a person who lets loose. You know, there's always these massive like rave parties that are happening every night all over the place because people are like, who fucking cares? And she's like, I don't, I don't want that. I want to do laundry at the laundromat, you know? And, um, I definitely identify with that really strongly. And so I got to go to a screening. He invited me to a screening, um, where they watched the first three episodes and, Man, I was just really, really blown away. Um, it was it was gorgeous. The music was good. It was trippy and strange. It's kind of dreamlike and surreal. Um, it was really funny. It was depressing. I thought it was depressing because, like, I identified so strongly with his character. But I don't know. Like, I think there's aspects that people will identify. But I don't think. I think a lot of people will be like, "Oh, this is an interesting character." That's not how I live my life. You know, maybe there's some relatable aspects to it. But it's not like you wouldn't see this and go like, "Oh, that's me." And I felt like that. I was like, "Man, that's me." And um, like as a as like a to underscore that, I was there. I um. It, you know, I know this guy from Rick and Morty and community. I know a lot of people who worked on those shows. Uh, a good chunk of the people from the shows got invited to the screening. So I was at the screening. I was seeing a lot of people I knew. And I was like, I don't want to talk to any of these people. I'm kind of nervous and anxious and stuff. And so, like, I was avoiding those people. I was seeing them all having fun talking to each other, feeling like, man, I wish I could go talk to them, but it's like at the same time being like, I can't, I don't want to, it's scary. I don't want to. It felt like a high school reunion or something where you see a bunch of people that are way more successful than you and it's like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. I fucking hate myself. Um, and so it, it felt really bad. And then that's not like what the show was about, but it felt very of a piece with what a sh the show was about emotionally. 
And so I was like, man, this sucks. Like I feel so bad. And then the show was so good. And I was like, man, I don't think I could ever make a show like this in my life. Should I just give up? Like, should I stop trying to like make stuff, Hollywood stuff? And so, so that's how I was feeling for a while. And um, then I was like, well, I should probably try a lot harder and try and be a lot more assertive and just see where that goes before giving up entirely. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like it made me feel like I want to be a lot more serious. Um, you know, the, the writer strike happened and that kind of sucked. Uh, I mean, you know, it was good, but it was bad for the momentum that I, you know, basically the whole year was shot in terms of trying to get stuff off the ground. And we were really hoping to get some stuff off the ground. So, you know, and then... I don't know. I was looking at some scripts that I had written and I didn't know when I thought I wrote them, but looking at them and seeing the dates, they were like dated like 2022. And I was like, Jesus Christ, we wrote these a whole year ago. What have I been doing this whole fucking year? You know, so, and then, you know, now it's Christmas. It's the end of the year. You get kind of retrospective. I do at least because my life's miserable. I mean, it's not, but it is, but you know, I don't, you know, I don't talk to my family. I don't, uh, I don't anything. I have a roommate in an apartment. <laughs> I was working a freelance job that ended, you know, just not feeling great. Um, and so, it, yeah, so watching the show is really pressing. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Um, I think it's really beautiful. It's really good. It's just like, I don't know. It's a show that's hard to imagine that they made it because it's so, it feels so artful, you know, if that makes sense. It's not like, it's not like family guy it's like yeah um it's it, but it's it is really funny i thought but it's funny in like this awkward way where this character is so out of touch with the rest of the world and you just kind of sit in that a lot and it's like man you know and it's it, the lead is played by martha kelly and the character is very martha kelly-esque you know and i think it's a really good use of her and you really feel her being awkward and it's like i bet she's maybe kind of awkward in real life too and i don't know it, it all felt very genuine and authentic and really 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 good so yeah it really just got me spun out in a way that i hope will be useful because i want to hit the ground running next year and really try and uh get some shit going um one of the things is we've written scripts we sent them to starburns um but starburns hasn't really been doing anything they were in solidarity with the uh, writers not doing any development work which whatever but they were still making shows so they were like energizing the corporate beast that had its boot on the neck of the writers and then also in solidarity not developing stuff it's not like we were going to pitch anything because that would have been scabbing but i don't know whatever it was probably fine it's just it, but it just sucked in my position you know to be like fucking god damn it you, you're making money you know you're making money in hollywood uh despite the strike you know it's not like i'm gonna make money but we can at least like do some groundwork uh so that we can position ourselves and then you know now it's the holiday shutdown so nothing's gonna happen until probably early february of next year ostensibly the holiday shutdown of hollywood ends um in january but in practice it ends like in february halfway through february which sucks it's so weird because um basically from like the first week of november to like the first week of february um 
the executives and the agents and stuff all just kind of go on vacation all at once. So if you have stuff in production, you can work on stuff. Although if you have to get notes from the network, that sometimes slows down. But um, if you're trying to get stuff off the ground, it's just like, nope, not going to happen, which is weird because we just had an extremely long strike. So it's like, hey, maybe like, you know, start some stuff up because... (laughs) You already killed a whole year of development, um, you know, whatever, whatever. But so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I feel kind of energized in a good way. I feel like a fire has been lit under my ass. So hopefully it persists because when I felt like this before, I like uh, with my partner, we wrote like uh, three pilots in like three months. So it's like we can actually get stuff done. Um it's just we've been in a position where we've had to wait on higher powers a lot and that started to get me pissed off recently uh what do you think about hollywood (laughs) i just don't know how anything gets done you know Uh, yeah uh, it, it seems like you know it's a lot of like when things are shooting everyone's just sort of standing there waiting things take years from when you're finished shooting before it's actually in theaters or on tv like just i i i do not understand how anything gets finished yeah i think it all bends to the you know whims of delusional people i think they're what gets stuff done is uh, the power of delusion because you have these people that are or aren't talented but regardless of how talented they are or aren't they think they're the hottest shit in the world and they talk like we're the hottest shit in the world and then people get really excited and then that starts to move things but you know so it really does feel like delusion uh powers it all um so maybe it's time for me to start getting delusional, baby. Ha ha. Yeah. All right. But you know what else is delusional or isn't delusional is snacks. That's not what we say. We say soda. There's no soda. Um, but there is snacks. Kevin sent me snacks. Remember when you sent me snacks, Kevin? I do. He does. Do you? let's eat oh yes do you have the snacks kevin do you have to go fetch them they're sitting right next to me let me grab them here kevin is fetching the snacks kevin has fetched the snacks kevin's moving a plastic bag full of snacks that's interesting i'm pretty sure the snacks he sent me were also in a very similar plastic bag did you get both of those plastic bags at the same time kevin I did, in fact, yeah, because I bought so much stuff. I had to have like five bags when I left this store. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you want to talk about the Spotify episodes again while I get my snacks? So Spotify. Wow. Everyone really loves Spotify. Uh, no, I actually like it. If you guys are enjoying these snacks, these they haven't promoted us. They haven't really paid for anything. Um, but uh, there's a mall in Rosemont, Illinois called Fashion Choice Outlets, I think, in Chicago. And there's a little kiosk there that just sells all of this stuff. And um, it's surprisingly cheap and it had a pretty wide range of stuff. That's where this all came from. Yeah. And Kevin sent me a pic like of the whole stall or or whatever. And he was like, do you want which of this stuff do you want? And man, that stall looked fucking cool. Like, so, you know, check it out if you can, I guess. So the first ones I grabbed is fried chicken pretz, it looks like. So I'm going to hold this up to the camera. It says pretz in English. The rest of it looks to be Japanese. And there's uh, fried chicken wings, uh, it looks like. But these look like Pocky without chocolate. Maybe like a savory Pocky situation. So Yeah, these look just like Pocky. 
and they have, there's a weird way to open them up in the back too yeah but it's actually harder than just opening it normally yeah it's way worse <laughs> just opening it okay japanese you know, just, go ahead yeah these actually look pretty decent like you know the the packaging makes this looks pretty good it looks like you know i don't know fried chicken yeah Japanese packaging um, is something that's like really above and beyond. Like they put a lot of effort into making their packaging like really unique. Sometimes it's like the way it opens is interesting, or sometimes like the box transforms in a way as you open it. Like Pocky itself, like when you open it, it kind of opens a little bit like a pack of cigarettes or something where it's meant to reclose itself, you know? And so that's just like a big deal with, uh, with Japanese packaging. I remember there was like an award. There's some Japanese food that won an award for a banana box um, where like I, there is a bunch of specific stuff about it. But one of the things is like there's a smiling banana that had a bandage and it was to like represent like, oh, some of these band bananas might be like a little bit bruised or something. Not most of them, but some of them because they uh, they'll they'll check to make sure like the bananas are good but they won't only sell like the perfect ones they'll sell ones with slight imperfections that aren't you know compromised quality wise or something and then they had some other stuff but that one won like an award i guess there's probably american packaging awards or something but yeah it's just something they care about a lot you giving this a whiff kevin yeah it doesn't smell like chicken i don't think it smells like i smell breading more than anything to me it smells kind of like stale dog food yeah, it, it's it's definitely not a a fresh smell. Yeah, stale dog food and uh, chicken bouillon, I would say. Yeah, I'm yeah. There's there's not much to it. Um, all right, Spencer's tasting it. I'm tasting it. I'm tasting another one. Kevin's tasting it. Yeah, I'm housing three. It, it tastes like chicken bouillon, I think, or like some kind of like chicken soup stock. Of some kind it's I not bad no it's not bad there's not it's not like a pretzel level of salt but there is salt in it and i don't know maybe you have to eat more kevin but there's definitely a pretty solid kick to him spice wise it's like a big comes on a bit slow but it's like a pretty pretty persistent burn and yeah, it's like white pepper maybe kind of yeah and i i like it i think this is real good um it's not real good but between the salt the pretzel the tiny bit of flavor and the burn it's like yeah i, I could definitely eat this whole thing yeah i'll finish Which this one for I? sure what are these calorie wise 831 kilojoules for 41 grams what's kilojoules into calories i always forget uh 831 kg into cow uh what the fuck kilojoule not jewel kevin was right this is a bad show uh, it's about 200 calories okay 200 calories that's not bad i went on yeah. a long hike today so i think i'm under for my calories um but these are good yeah all right should we try the the other one now because there's two no. flavors of this this one's supposed to be some kind of like, I don't know, meat kebab. It looks like steak, maybe. Yeah, it looks like a like a red meat kebab. Um, if it is Japanese, you would think this is some sort of what do they call it? Teppanyaki. Yeah, 
And this one has more of a pot. Do you see this back? This back is looks completely different than the other one. Oh, wait, maybe not. Oh, no. The back, the back more emphasizes. So the back of the chicken one, it has this kind of like thing that you're supposed to set the bag into the box, kind of like a holdery thing for it. But, um, but the thing, the innovation on the back here, um, is that it shows like this little satchel and that's where you're supposed to break open the thing. So it's not, it's more clear than it is in the other one, but how does this even work? You're still supposed to get it out of the top and then you just set it like, I guess it's like a little stand. Let's see. Then you fold this back. And then I think this is how it's supposed to situate itself, which this is what I was talking about with the Japanese pen. It's like, what is this doing for anybody? This is, you can just set this bag on the ground. It's fine. Like, I don't, I don't know why this is better, but yeah, I don't know. It kind of was like a little bit like one of those incense holders. Um, where like the stick of incense is kind of in a slot so it's kind of at, a, at an angle and that's kind of the vibe it's going for if you're listening to the podcast and not watching it on spotify video i've already eaten eaten one so this smells like what is that so this smells a lot like uh curry, like a kind of, right? hot pot yeah it's a it's a curry hot pot kind of flavor it smells really good like it reminds me so much of there's a chain of fondue restaurants called the melting pot and it smells like one of their recipes i'm getting like what is this scent is it it smells like cumin i think is it cumin yeah there's like a seat yeah 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 no it is it's cumin cumin um it's like yeah it's like it's it's like yeah it is i was like what is the spice i know i've cooked with the spice i don't have the spice in my my cabinet but i cook with it and when i make beer yeah we use a lot of this i mean yeah i i think that's what it is like because like anybody who's who's been to the melting pot and gotten the mojo or moho or whatever it's called uh (laughs) thing it is this is all this is uncannily like what that smells like yeah i this this is great too i like this yeah i think maybe i like the chicken one a little more but either of these are fine they're both good man japanese knows how to snack (laughs) write that down that's episode title japanese knows how to snack (laughs) jesus christ um all right we got one more Doritos, Doritos one, cup style have, smoked cheese. What's did the up? salsa survive too? Because the salsa is supposed to come with this one. Yeah, it did, but I don't know if I want to fuck with salsa. Do you want to just try the salsa? Maybe I will if you like it. All right. So yeah, so this is Doritos cup style smoked cheese. Like these kind of look like long sun chips. Is is I guess the best way I could describe. Just look at the picture in the package. But it, these are. Did you mention they're S shaped? It's like an extruded S. Yeah, I mean they they kind of look sort of look like sun chips, but thinner and longer. Is sort oh, of yeah. the the 
the shape they've got there. They don't look like um, as S-like in uh, in reality as they do on the thing, but you do see like right. the little S design. They are extruded. And these are from Japan. These are just supposed to be smoked cheese flavored Doritos cup style. All right, so I'm having them. You want to have some kind of? Yeah, I mean they smell they smell like nacho cheese, kind of. You know? Yeah, it's definitely a less Mexican take on uh, Doritos. Which I think is common. I think in a lot of places in the world, they don't do the nacho cheese. They just have like a cheddar cheese kind of flavor. And this seems a lot like that. I'm not really getting a lot of smoke to it. You get the corn. Um, and it is cheesy. I wouldn't say it's super cheesy. You know, I think like the nacho cheese Doritos are probably cheesier. Okay, so I've opened these, the salsa cup. It just smells like paste, mild salsa. Yeah, it's. I just didn't trust the packaging. I looked at it. I was like, this doesn't look right. It wasn't the seal wasn't broken or anything, but it just kind of looked off to me. Yeah, it's it's just like the most inoffensive, like. I don't know. You sit down at a Mexican restaurant and they pour a a bowl of this in front of their um, free chips. They give you kind of salsa. It's fine. It's just nothing fantastic. It's nothing. Yeah. I, mine, I, I feel it was safe to eat, though. I don't really like salsa very much, so I think I might just skip that. I don't know. That's that's fine. It, it, it's pretty forgettable. So, I'm just crunching right into the fucking mic. Um, Kevin also sent us something else, but I don't know if we should try it. Maybe we should just read an email instead. What do you think, Kevin? It's totally up to you. I know. I know it is. I'm it's the Go ahead. I'm just easy going either way. Yeah, you sure are. I'm still crunching right into the fucking mic. Uh this new food that Kevin sent, I don't think it'll crunch. Maybe that's no, just a little teaser. <laughs> but yeah, let's skip it. We'll we'll get to it next time. Next time on That Happens, That Will Happen. We should have a segment called That Will Happen, where we make up a bunch of stuff that's going to happen on the next episode. You know, like like a, like a, a reel of like scenes from the next episode. All right. Kevin, I, I... put that down. Don't eat that. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. What were you going to say? No, I think that's a fantastic idea. Like, just totally, yeah. Fake commercials for stuff that's totally not in the next episode. Yeah. That is actually a good episode. Let us know in the chat if you think that's a good idea. I can't talk right. Kevin was right, everybody. Kevin's always fucking right. Oh, here's the thing. Um, So, for Christmas, since I have no one in my life uh, except you, um, I buy myself my own Christmas gifts. Um, What a depressing thing to say out loud. (laughs) um but you know uh, people do this uh but i've been thinking about getting a different mic i don't necessarily want a super super expensive mic like you have really nice mics and stuff i don't really want a crazy mic but i would like one that ideally has a usb so i can just hard plug it in as opposed to like right now we go through a focus right scarlet box it's a xlr mic um which isn't bad like i have the setup to do it but i was thinking like there might be a nicer condenser mic that has usb or something um 
you have any ideas? I'm gonna there's 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 a lot of like podcasting articles that talk about various mics, you know. So it's not like uh I'm fine. Yeah, I mean I ended up just switching answer. to a, a kind of cheap uh blue yeti microphone. Yeah. It's just USB and it seems to actually do better than the focus right that I've got. So this this arm actually this this mic arm with the shock mount it was a yeti uh thing and it came with the yeti mic um i gave it to jeff i should get that back to jeff from jeff he's not going to use it um but i will say that the yeti it's a great mic and maybe this is a problem with all condenser mics honestly that i could get but it picks up a lot of ambient sound so when I would use the Yeti, it would pick up my road, the road sound by the road outside my house. And it would also pick up like anything my roommate was doing, which this mic is not nearly as powerful. It's very directional. So, um, but this mic occasionally can pick up sound if it's up all the way, which is one of the reasons I tune it down for the show. Um, so I don't know. I definitely have the Yeti. So if that's the solution, I can get that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about maybe something else. I wonder if that's going to be a problem with all condenser mics. What do you think? There are different patterns that you can get, and some even have a switchable pattern that you can, like, you know, flip a little switch, and it's either just aimed at you or it's picking up room noise or anything, too. So I'm sure yeah. we can find you something that's going to sound fantastic for you and not pick up everything else going on around you. The Yeti does have that, actually, doesn't it? It has a dial that, like, switches it from cardioid or whatever. Yeah, what's I, the least what's the most directional setting on that maybe i did i think i always had it on cardoid so maybe there's a more directional setting than that that's probably i mean some of them have a, a a very very tight uh unidirectional one but usually cardoid is the one that you would want but you have to be very careful because then it's very if you're not in the sweet spot too you're just picking up the room noise and not you then so you have to really look right. at where the chart is for how it aims it maybe that was the there's usually I just didn't. there's usually a little dot that kind of like clues into like talking into the dot Mm-hmm. interesting all right um well if you have a suggestion for what i should get let me know uh send us an email at that happens or send us an email about something way better than that that doesn't i think you could beat that in terms of subjects for emails we'll check right now because i got emails to read chris writes live happens soon but me be drinky I will watch, and when you don't, when and when you don't read my mail, I will be angry. Nina Hagen Alptrum is who it says it's from, I guess. Although again, it says the the email name was Chris, so that's interesting. What do you make of that, Kevin? Um, I I have no. I mean, isn't Nina Hagen the singer for like what is it? 99 red balloons uh let's google it i think that is yeah nina hagen is a german singer and songwriter okay well, there you so go. it's good to know that it's good to know that she likes our i think she liked or well, she hates us I, think, I don't know i think chris wrote this so who knows okay uh well, whatever thanks chris i appreciate the email um sorry you're drunk or congratulations for being drunk you know either way I'm still digesting that a little bit. He be drinky. He really do be drinky. Um, I feel like I had a thought 
based on that email that I lost. The thought has been lost. Oh, did I say that the the subject of this email is Spencer? Can I awake? Question mark. So there's that too. All right. Abraham writes, Hey, Spencer and Kevin, I'm writing to tell you that one of the things I get out of this podcast, I mean, other than I like the dynamic you two have built, is that I really like hearing Spencer talk about his struggles with mental health and the different things he's tried to deal with it. I've always sympathized a lot with the kind of trauma and experiences Spencer has put forward, and I'm in a particularly frail moment right now. Uh Uh-oh. He sent this to us three weeks ago. Four weeks ago. I hope he's okay. Um, I'm going through a divorce that is putting me to the limit when it comes to my ability to handle my negative self-talk and the stagnation that comes with depression on top of the fact that all started uh, on top of the fact that all started happening after the company I was working for completely shut down our operations and left me unemployed. I feel like I was handling it well for a little while there, but I've been really having a really hard couple days. I'm back job hunting and trying to exercise, but being back in my mom's house almost a thousand miles away from my children is really is not really helping. I know Kevin went through a divorce before. At least I think I remember that being a thing. So I'd like to hear his perspective on this. How did he climb out of that hole? Also for Spencer, what do you think is the best way to deal with negative self-talk and stagnation when you don't have a way to access therapy? Sorry for this long letter. I really appreciate the podcast and the time you put into it. I'll take the chance to say that giving D&D with Kevin another shot could be worth it, maybe just with a different character. I wish you both the best. So I don't know that Kevin wants to talk about that. And I probably should have read this email before reading it aloud. I don't know that I would have read it if I uh, pre-read it because I don't want to subject Kevin to any of this. But I'm just going to give a five-second pause in case he wants to start. Otherwise, I'm going to keep moving on. No, it, it, I mean, we only have six minutes. I don't even know how to just condense this to six minutes. Um, that It was probably one of the more difficult periods of my life I went through, you know, because it's like we were together for over a decade and it, it's really hard to go from like having somebody that you're literally with 24 seven to suddenly not, you know, and that was a, a, a big change for me. And it's like, you know, we had shared friends and we had shared pets and we had shared everything and separating your life like that is, is really hard. And, you know, it came down to, I had a few friends that knew what was going on and, um, just kept me talking to them and checked up on me every so often and things like that and made things a lot better. Um, I think that was a big difference for me. Um, and I think too, just knowing that like, I wouldn't be where I am today had I not gone through all that before too, you know, you kind of, I think every relationship you, you know, unfortunately for the person you're with, you learn a lot in a relationship that benefits the next person you're with. And I think the harder the breakup is and and the, 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 the more painful it is, the bigger the lesson is that you learn. And, you know, as, as much as I'd like to say I'm perfect and did nothing wrong and everything is is great, um, I learned a lot from that. And I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't gone through that. So I guess, you know, in, in that specific part that you're asking about here, I would say just try to stay positive and look for look for the people who are helping you, look for the people that are making it better, and then that's kind of going to be the person you become after it's all over with. If yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so how do you deal with negative self-talk contamination? I don't know, man. Uh, I'm definitely not qualified to talk about that sort of stuff. So, uh, I don't know what I'm going to say, but whatever I say, take it with a real grain of salt. <laughs> but, um, I think meditation is helpful. 
I think meditation is really hard. And especially if you're emotionally vulnerable, I think it's really hard because negative self-talk can come when you're mentally quiet, when you're, when you're still, when you're not thinking. So trying to meditate, um, can be really hard, uh, because you'll quiet your mind. And then the only thing that comes through is you fucking piece of shit. You, you got a divorce. Everything sucks. You know? So it's like, it's really, really hard. Um, so I was doing that, um, EMDR therapy and that was really helpful for a while, but towards the end of it, I was having more strong negative self-talk and towards the end of it, I was trying to do more meditation. I actually started going to a meditation group, um, which I didn't, I only went once and then I got the new job and the job was always working me every Monday night. So I couldn't go back, but I want to try to go back to that again. Um, but I went to that and it was hard because I, I was just having really negative thoughts about the situation I was in. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, more time, uh, passed. That's the thing is that it's just on some level, it's about just surviving until enough time passes to make it feel better because it doesn't make it go away, but your, your, your brain and your body have a way of dulling stuff that's happened longer ago. That's just kind of how it works. And that will help on some level, but you know, um, I don't know. Again, you shouldn't take my advice, but you can maybe look into EMDR um, on YouTube, there's videos that talk about it. There's videos that have like meditation, uh, walkthroughs of EMDR and stuff. And, you know, you can learn how to do tapping and see if that helps. Some people it helps, some people it doesn't. I think it really helped me at least in a short term, longer term. I haven't been tapping like fucking at all. Um, lately, I think I generally feel more positive now than I did before I started it. Who's to say if that was because of the therapy or if it was just I was, you know, in a bad place then and I'm not in this bad a place now. Who knows? Um, but it's something. Got to keep exercising. I think exercising is the single best thing I've done uh, for my health. You got to find something that works. I think finding, I think for me, hiking is really helpful because you're just, you're not just, it's not just like a mental game where I wonder if I could do one more set. I wonder if I can do one more rep. I wonder if I can go three more minutes on the treadmill. It's like, I like hiking on this path. Hiking on this path is, is getting easier for me. If I see and feel concrete progress, I'll go up this hill. I feel like I could go down to the hill and go up it again. Oh, I can, you know, um, and just focusing on what your body can do and, um, like physical progress that you can see is uh i think really helpful to kind of center and ground yourself a bit um man so i've been trying to lose weight i did this uh this magic show uh commander at home which i talked about it when the last episode came out and i just saw the episode this week a new episode's going to come out that i was on and i saw that episode i was watching it and man i was so much fatter than i am now it's crazy so like I mean, weight loss is different than just exercise, but, you know, being able to like concretely go like, man, I can walk up this hill five t- times, whereas before I could barely walk up at once is like something you can kind of reflect on and feel a bit of pride in. So I really do think exercise is really important to mental health, um, which before I was exercising, I still felt that was the case. I just didn't do it, you know? Um, so yeah. And also, 
Abed says, I love Beastmaster. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, ask Abed. Uh, we don't have time, but ask Abed anyway um, if he likes Two and a Half Men. Um, but anyway, that's our show. Uh, uh, what do we, don't visit my Patreon. So yeah, this week, Commander at Home. It's a YouTube channel. Commander at Home is going to have a new episode that I was on. Um, I think it's a pretty good episode. It wasn't as good as the first episode I did, or not the first, the last episode I did, which is like one of the best episodes ever, I think. But it's a really good episode, so check that out. Um, you know, uh, Discord chat, the animated series coming to you soon on Disney Plus <laughs> or something. Um, uh, check out Carol in the End of the World. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, you got to check it out. Um, it's a mini series, so I don't know if there's a, like the, an option to make more episodes necessarily, but definitely check it out regardless. It's awesome. Um, and uh, check out Pretz, the Japanese pretzel snack. Um, it's in theaters now. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Um, that's about it. Just sign up for Spencer's Patreon and check us out on shopfromvideo.com every Sunday night. No, don't sign up for my Patreon. Um, not, not yet. At least <laughs> I'm planning something big and I can't talk about it because of federal regulators. So until next time, what did Abed say about two and a half men? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not answered yet. Bye everybody. <laughs>